Tis the season of giving, and shout out to Alice Vaughn of Two Girls, One Mike, The Porncast, and Offensive Crayons. You're about to listen to a very dope episode, and even better, you're going to get 10% off on OffensiveCrayons.com if you listen to this episode using the code SAPPHIRE. And if you leave some love on my Instagram, at Ms. Radio Sapphire, or better yet, leave us a five-star review, you too can get a free pack of Offensive Crayons. Enjoy the show. Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted, those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine, grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. And you're fit and dirty, girl, yes. And we are back, and just in time before the holidays, I can't believe this year is just about over. It's I crazy. know, it went by quickly. It really did. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I know. I feel like you and I are like both on the same with 2019. I'm just like, can it just be done? Just, just let it be done. Yeah, this was like a really crazy roller coaster year. It really was. I feel like for everybody, even outside of media, but just like everybody personally, I feel like a lot of people are basically over this year. They just want to like hit the reset button, do better, be better. I don't know. It's just like a year of change, I think. And a lot of people have been passing away, too, this year. It's crazy. I would say probably in the last, like, four or five years, we've been seeing a lot of, like, crazy deaths. Yeah. A lot of crazy deaths. I don't know if we want to open up. All the deaths are getting younger and younger. That, too. That, too. Okay. So, elephant in the room. Last Sunday, Juice World died at age 21. The eerie part is... He had just celebrated his birthday a week prior. So he's dinner still 20 years old. Yeah. He, I mean, 21, died of a drug overdose. Um, apparently he swallowed a bunch of pills beef, um, as a way to cover up not being caught by the police. And more and more stories keep popping out because Juice World has had an addiction problem. He's been... In and out with the law. He was in and out with the law ever since he's come out. But Yaz brought up a good point. A lot of these people that are dying are getting younger. And the trend has been ongoing, which is rappers popping these pills. Oxy. At first, well, it's still with the the promethazine, the lean. Mm -hmm. They're still dying off of that, too. But it's just more and more prescription drugs in general that they're dying off of mm-hmm. I'm still not over even a year later after um, I'm not over Miller's death for instance yeah I had an eerie conversation I want to say about a month prior and I think this is when like things were coming out about him and Ariana Grande and how Mac was taking it and I said wow this He's about to kill himself. He was taking fentanyl or he was just taking the other drug that he thought he was taking? I think he was taking fentanyl. And then there was the other drugs that, of course, the the dealer is now 
getting charged with in conspiracy of murdering him because of what he was given. Um, but also Mac was pulled over with the DUI a couple months prior to his death. He was trying to be sober. He's had a long standing addiction to prescription drugs and everything else. Snorted cocaine, smoked weed. All these things are added effects. Then you have, um, what's his name? Lil Pete. Another one, pill popping, died on the tour bus. And here's the thing, too. Somebody on that bus took a video of old boy passed out. Why didn't they call 911 right away? That doesn't make sense. Because they were high and stupid? I just... Ever since I left hip-hop radio, I could freely say this, but... I just couldn't relate to a lot of these rappers that are coming out. Smoke weed, fine. Drink a little, fine. But this whole popping prescriptions, I don't understand. I don't understand. I know people used to play around talking about popping ecstasy, but that was to have sex, you know? Right. The song was on some sexual shit. Right. Or, you know, you talking about, like, some sex in a verse, you know? But... What these kids fail to realize, these prescription drugs are prescribed to a certain patient. Right. A patient who is diagnosed with certain illnesses. So for you to take a drug that's not even prescribed for you, you're not even diagnosed with that, that, that illness, but you're taking that drug and fucking up the chemicals inside your body. Right. Completely. And you're doing it to the levels of okay, I want to feel high. I don't want to feel nothing. But what you're actually doing is just giving yourself a very lethal dosage that results in death, that results in Mm -hmm. seizures. Mm -hmm. All these things. I know, like, growing up, when I was given prescriptions and my mom, like, we, we have people come over the house all the time. And my parents would always say, you know, hide your prescription pills because people go in people's medicine cabinets you know when you're you know when you are feeling better throw away the remaining pills it's not oh here's a bottle of pills use all of them no you use them until you feel better because those things are Mm -hmm. highly dependent you can become very addicted i can't even take codeine if i'm prescribed codeine i tell doctors like give me an alternate an alternative because i don't like the way i feel on them I've vomited way too much. I just don't like the feeling at all. And you, yeah. S- yeah, you start to notice things different in your body. Listen to your body, folks. For I real. I say this all the time. Whether you ate something, your stomach start hurting, that's a sign don't eat that. So if you have any side effects to a drug, take that as a, 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 a sign. Don't fuck with it. And... You know, to the people out there that are like, oh, well, my friend has a headache. Well, you don't even give them Tylenol or aspirin because you don't know what else that they're taking. Even just the slightest Mm -hmm. bit of things. You're not supposed to share medication, period. Fact of the matter is, is that you don't know fully what you're putting in someone else's body when you're sharing prescriptions. Period. You don't know. You're not a doctor. So don't, don't do it. 
Yeah. Don't and do the it. people who are fortunate to live through all these drug phases, you got to think about what it does to them mentally. Their mm-hmm. mind's not going to be the same. No. And that also goes with, you know, cocaine and drug use. Like, the person's mind is not going to be the same if they've had so much use of it. It's sad. It's, it's just, yeah. It's, it's sad. sad. That person just deteriorates right in front of you. So, mm-hmm. You know, rest in peace. And it can happen within months. Yeah. In a year. It can happen very quickly depending upon what you take. But again, it's the fact of the matter is if you know somebody has an addiction problem, seek help immediately. And if they're refusing help, still persevere on. Because again, it's one thing when you're able to save that person. It's another thing when you're protecting that person because you feel that they can handle it on their own and they can't. Because prescription drugs are not easy to just come off of. And it turns people just, it, it's sad. It's really sad. So like, I admit I like Xanax for the sleep, but for some reason, even if I take it like one time, the weeks after, I'll have weird, crazy, nightmarish type of dreams. It's almost like and a I don't withdrawal. Know be- yeah, so I don't know if it's because of that drug, but I'm like, I'm good off getting good sleep if I have to deal with this type of shit weeks after I use it. You know? Yeah. If I really need to go to sleep, sleep, and I need that rest, I'm gonna just smoke a lot of weed. That's all you need. I'm gonna just give. I'm just gonna smoke a whole bunch of weed. I'll probably put some wax in it to really get them even harder high. So I'll be like, yeah, I'm I'm baked. <laughs> but to do these prescription drugs, and again, it was not prescribed for me. It, I don't like the side effects. Yeah. It takes. But once a toll. those those dreams turned into something more deeper, you know, and got to my mental, you know, chromosome of my brain. It could happen. It could happen. So you got to walk away, folks. If it ain't right. (laughs) Seriously, though, 2020, turn a new leaf. Like, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't seem right, speak up, tell somebody, seek some help. But stop self-destructing yourself. Mm -hmm. Find alternatives. Don't yourself either. Right. Find alternatives. Find fucking alternatives. You know, it's kind of... doubt your friends either. You know, even if one person rejects you, you know, you have others that may be there for you. That is true. Family might not be there for you, but you have that best friend that could be there for you. Or that unexpected co-worker, too. I've heard lots of that happen. Sometimes it's not even the people that are most close to you. It's just the people who are the outside looking in, the ones who just see you on a nine to five basis or someone on the street that's like resources at that too mm -hmm. it's like damn like i didn't think you had like the plug like that you know more jobs are starting to really focus on mental health that's really good because the job and then dealing with personal yes sometimes people don't know how to balance it that's true and that's what causes people to self-destruct it's just It's a whole, like, you really, it's a whole thing. Like, we've said it before, like, mental health is wealth. But it's, like, it's really, really something serious that we really need to take in consideration more. 
like you see the signs of somebody or you see the signs of yourself if you're not feeling quite yourself there are resources there are places to go you can fight that fight and you can make it it's just whether or not you have the right resources and the people behind you and yourself that are like look i i gotta wake the fuck up it's not a dream anymore it's not a dream anymore now, some other interesting things have happened in the media over the past couple of weeks. And I want to say this just happened actually a few days ago. Lizzo was at the Lakers show. Shaking my damn head already, you guys. I'm shaking my damn head. <laughs> okay, so if you're just finding out about Yaz and I, welcome to the show. I'm Sapphire. That's Yaz. Yaz is a former adult film star. I'm a radio personality. I'm kind of on the thicker side. Yaz is on the slim thin. Like, she's slim thick. She's slim thick. She a little itty bitty thing. But, oh, my goodness. Yeah, you, you are. I, I'm a I little, know. I'm a little I'm bit true. on that, that, that thickness. I'm a little thick. But you carry it well, mommy. Thank you, boo. And I take care of myself, too. Like, I'd go to the gym, even though the holidays don't fucked me up right now. But, girl, man, that's a whole different story. But right now, people are talking about Lizzo going to the the Laker show, the Laker game, and having her ass out. Now, we've seen celebrities with their asses out, with their tits out. Damn near their whole body, like, not fully covered. But it seems to be an ongoing issue when a thick black woman, or we should just say when a woman of color steps out and shows, quote unquote, a little too much. And right now people are kind of split. There are some people like, she's brave. Then other people are like, oh, hell no. There are kids there. There are families there. What was she thinking? She knows she's wrong for that. She can't. She doesn't have the right body type for that. It's been ongoing. I've been seeing it from friends. It's not a body issue for me. It's more about having some class. First of all, that is the Lakers. (laughs) You don't carry yourself as a woman to a Laker game like that. Yeah, you know what I mean that—that's the Lakers. There, everybody's there to see LeBron. You know, mind you, there's a lot of people about, about business and money there. So, you having your ass out at the Lakers show, the Lake Show. We're going to stick to the, the Lake, Lake Show because, and you're on courtside seats at that, and you're wearing something so revealing to a basketball game. Like this is not the club. I will say that. I don't care what size body you are. That is not classy to me. Are you coming out with a new album? I mean, because if this the publicity stunt you want, okay. But if you're not coming out with no album, you're just doing it for shits and giggles, mommy. Where's your publicist? You know. Then you have a guy throwing money at her. Like, th- th- where's the class at? Yeah. You're wait, wait, wait. Somebody was throwing some shit. Yes, girl. There was a guy throwing money. Okay, see, I didn't see that. It. I did so not see that. That's beyond. That, it's like this. This is this is get, ghetto. <laughs> ghetto now. Like, come on. I I gotta say, when that's I saw the, I, I wasn't fucking with it. I saw the pictures and I cringed because I was just like, Lizzo, you've you've done so well 
And I have to say, she's done really well for representing she's for... She's uh, What's that artist? J. Cole's artist. Are you talking... Oh, you're talking Come about... um. Yeah, I didn't... I wasn't appreciative of that. You're talking about Ari Lennox. Yeah, you you uh, you know you out beating bitches that are kind of to me have a better status in the game like that could have a better status in the game. I will like, have more quality talent. I will but, agree you with know? you on that. I will agree. I think that people are only giving giving Lizzo the attention because quote unquote she is representing the real women. I'm all for the body positivity. Okay, we have made some great strides. We're still learning. We're still trying to socially accept it. But I'm seeing it more on social media. Like now we're appealing to all body types. Shout out to Riri this year with the Fenty fashion show. She shows women on all of her campaigns of all different sizes, different shades, everything. I'm all for that. Thank you for, you know, making lingerie more acceptable for all body types. But then Lizzo... I saw the pictures. See, I'm mad that you're saying in the video also somebody was throwing money. Because now... Yeah, there's like a view of a guy, like whoever was sitting near him was taking a video of him throwing the money. And now that kind of degrades sex work once again. Okay? Because now we're going to make that acceptable for every chick that's scantily clad. Okay, we're just going to throw a dollar at her and she'll be fine with it. Mm. That's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like putting Dang. that's what that message is putting out, right? We're gonna make it now socially acceptable right. for every scantily clad woman that you, you know what the nail you hit the <laughs> him on the nail, girl. I'm serious. Like it's not cool. And then like okay, let's get to the outfit. I'm confused by the outfit. I might have to pull up a picture once again because. Was she wearing a shirt? She said something about couture. Yes, like if that was supposed to be couture. couture if that was where? supposed to be couture. Bitch, where? Okay, so it reminds me of one of those like old long john pants, like the the pajamas that you wore back at the lair. It that has the butt exposed. That's what it looks oh, like, but a cheaply made version. Thing. Yes. Wow. That's what that looked like. Bitch, you wore a fucking onesie with the booty out. But like she cut it out. And then again, it, brings, <laughs> it was cut out. It was cut out. Like in poorly cut out. Poorly cut out. I'm, I'm mad. That was the Lizzo Couture girl. She was trying to launch her Lizzo Couture <sighs> line. Hello. I mean, I'm even looking <laughs> at a freeze frame. Yeah, people are like, yeah, we're for it. But really though, I mean, you're, uh, okay, she's got this. You're for in another setting. Yes. If this was at a strip club, if this was on stage at the AMAs, at an award show, fine. But there are kids in the audience. And I'm not saying, like, we need to censor ourselves, but there is a time and a place. Mm -hmm. Okay? You don't show up at a funeral wearing this mess. You don't show up at a job interview wearing this mess. Hell, I wouldn't even be comfortable if I had a co-worker walking in. And yes, I work for a porn company, but I wouldn't feel comfortable seeing a co-worker walking with their ass out either. But I think we also... Unless she was getting ready. Unless they were getting ready for a scene. A scene. That's where they were getting ready at. Right. But not just to wear... To just 
at the office? No, no, absolutely not. And then here's the thing, too. We always seem to shame women more when it comes to what they wear rather than men. A man can wear, you know, derogatory terms like suck my dick or mine is bigger than his. And we don't care. But if a woman wears suck my clit, you know, stop mansplaining to me. It's oh, she's she hates men. Why does she got to hate on the men so much? Why can't she? So there, there is a, it's very mixed. Because again, Lizzo, I get what she's trying to stand out for. But now you're just giving, you're putting out that image in all the wrong places. Because now you're going to have girls, yeah. thick women out there, all women out there are going to try to test the waters more and go to a restaurant, a nice restaurant where people are trying to eat. And you got your ass all hanging out. People are more easily influenced nowadays. So it's like, tread lightly on what you do. Like, And it's not even a matter of like sensitivity. Like somebody, I was reading in the comments of a blog, they were like, oh, well, is it because we're just too sensitive and everything's an issue now? It's not that. It's just the fact of the matter is we don't have morals anymore. Morals are going out the door left and right. People are questioning morals. Now everything that we say, it's like we have to mind our P's and Q's. I get it. You want to be inclusive to everybody. We want to include everybody. But at the same time, we got to hold people up to a certain moral standard. That is why you go to a club and they strongly enforce a dress code. I get mad and this has happened to me. I've gone out. With some family members, girl, at a club, I specifically said, this is a club you don't wear sneakers to, you don't wear, you know, khakis, and what happens? We get turned down because these men can't dress up in a simple, maybe like nice black shoes and some slacks. The girls want to wear sneakers in the club. I'm not saying be uncomfortable, But also just know where you're dressing. Know where you're going to. Dress for the proper occasion. Or know how to make it look good. That too. There's girls that can rock rock sneakers with a dress, but then their makeup's banging and hair's looking nice. You know, they accessorized it. So it's like, okay, she gets a pass. That's true. But if you're just looking like you're casual as fuck, like you're just going to a bar... They're not going to let you pass on that girl. Mm-mm. But the men, I understand. You have to wear at least a button-up or a collar type of shirt. It doesn't take that much. At least have some type of... Have that kind of attire in your closet. Right. I tell guys at all the time. You should at least have one outfit that can be used for a nice dinner, a funeral, or a job interview. A man should at that least part. have one button-up. Maybe two. A polo option for a cardigan, just a standard, just like every female out there has to have the little black dress, the little red dress, the white jeans in their closet. Right by Ross, right now. (laughs) Just to tell you, just to plug y'all in, if you need some dress attire for work or interview or a date. Ross for less. And it's Christmas at Ross. And girl. This is not a paid advertisement. I'm just dropping free 
game right now. And we're 10 days out before Christmas. So you know what? You know, for the Bay in mind, get them a gift certificate and take their asses shopping. Okay, screw the PS4, screw Modern Warfare, and the Jordans that you're spending $180 on, and go get you a nice $180 apparel. Okay, get yourself a whole wardrobe for $180 that you can use at a, in a nice place. Because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing people on the street not dressing for the occasion. So my parents Mm -hmm. and my grandmother went uh, to Trevor Noah last week. Where is that at? uh, Trevor Noah was performing at uh, the LA Live. Oh, okay. Yeah, Trevor Noah, the comedian. So they went to go see him. And apparently there was a girl walking around with their ass all out. And her friends were bad friends that just let her go out the house like that. So her friends were dressed for the occasion and she wasn't. Exactly. And I've seen that too. So ladies, Mm. stop doing that. And that's the thing too. Females, we need to do better. Okay? Especially if these are supposed to be your girls. And we all have girls of different shades and sizes. Okay? I, I can't tell like I think people are lying when they're like I only got pretty bitches and they're all skinny no we all have a friend who's a little bit on the thicker side and she might be cute as hell but y'all need to do better when you dress her Mm-hmm. okay just be honest with each other dress each other and be honest okay like if I know we're going to a certain type of restaurant I'm not gonna let my friend or even a, my friend's guest if they brought one dressed like that like does she have something else because you know we're not going to that type of establishment right you know we all like you know there are better ways to approach a situation where you can save yourself the embarrassment and i'm saying the embarrassment as a group Mm -hmm. Because when I go out and I see females that know that they should not be wearing something and you see everybody else probably coordinated, but you guys left the one girl out because she's bigger than y'all, I get mad at that. And then y'all sit and talk shit about her. Yes. It's like y'all left her hanging though. Like this could have been all resolved at the house. Exactly. But we don't want to be that mean. No, you're being the mean hey, friend bitches. by putting her out in hey, on bitches. display. Exactly. You being fake. <laughs> You send her up for targeting and then you're going to wonder why she's going to cry later saying, why didn't y'all tell me? Because somebody else told me mm-hmm. on the street. I've even had to tell that to a chick. Mm-hmm. She asked me, she was like, girl, I, I really like your pants, mm-hmm. but what do you think about my outfit? Like, I'm really feeling some type of way. And I was like, honey, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know you, but just sister to sister and we're about the same body size. I would not have worn that. Right. I flat out told her and she didn't get mad she didn't cry she actually looked at me nodded and understood like it was a mutual understanding she's like you're right mm-hmm. my friends shouldn't my, those are my friends and I'm not saying people out there like your friend like you're a horrible friend but just take better care of each other especially if you try to say like and we all do this as females you go out for the pregame I don't want no male attention tonight I don't want no man dealing up on my booty and I'm not saying that the way we dress also allows the men to catcall because we should be able to dress the way that we feel 
but also just be more aware of your surroundings and where you're going so that if you don't want that unwanted attention and you have the right, you have a way to prevent it, just prevent it. Not saying you can't show a little ass and all that, but you can, if you are able to prevent the unwanted attention before going out, take it. Take it. Yeah. (laughs) Take it. Now, take that, take that. For real, like <laughs> bad boy said. Okay, so let, let's get a little personal with it. How are you in your body image? Like, mm, I feel sexiest when I work out. So I probably wear more revealing clothes mm-hmm. when I, I work out more. Mm-hmm. But then when I know I don't feel my sexiest, I mean, we all have that moment. Yeah. We're in our not gym bodies. <laughs> Then I cover up a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know. I like... But in general, I just know my time and place of how I should dress. Mm -hmm. You know? And I've always been that way. No matter what status of porn I've I've gone to, I just never... Even at porn events, I never dress slutty, you would say. I I wouldn't call sluts like that, but that's how people look at it. I never dress like a porn star. I will it say was always more classy. Seeing pictures from AVN over the years, I will say this: there are a lot of like stars out there, yourself included, and a couple of our baddie friends that they dress so nice, more nice. I would say, in a way, it's more elegant than the actual Oscars. On yeah. some stars. Like, some of these girls who do some of the most raunchiest shit on camera can really glam the fuck up without showing anything. Mm-hmm. They'll reveal a nipple, booty cheek, nothing. And I don't understand why we can't do that. This just Some people have that part of them that they just fuck it. This is me every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking porn star. Yes. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm going to show my titties <laughs> at Round Table Pizza. <laughs> hey, Round Table goes. I'm going to walk to the supermarket and pull my pants down. My God. You know, that's just. It makes yeah. no sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> I will say, up until maybe like this year. I have become more comfortable. Like, I posted it when I went to Cabo during the summer, but I bought my first two-piece in, like, damn near 15 years and loved it and got compliments. I was getting hit on. It was great to, like... That's what's up. Yeah, like, it's, it's such a small accomplishment to many but to people like myself who are thick women, especially who work in an industry where I would say, yes, BBWs and thicker women are getting more love now than before in porn and in regular mainstream media. I think that now it's becoming more acceptable. Like, OK, cellulite happens, weight loss happens stretch marks happen 
Well, I feel like the men always been out there that like that. It's yes. Just, it wasn't, like you said, accepted. It wasn't accepted. Because I have a lot of male friends that were skinny guys that love, like, love BBWs. You know, and I never understood why until I started going to porn, getting into porn, and meeting guys who do like to shoot with BBWs. Yes. I was like, oh, okay, okay, I get it now. I would say, even like, you brought up a point because I would say that was my turning point. Until I really got into the industry, I started overlooking the physical looks because looks come and go. And like, yeah. I even had a thing. I was like, oh, if a chick or dude has a bigger gut than me, I'm not going to give him the time of day. I was that shallow, like in college. I was like, oh, she's cute, but she's a little bit on the heavier side for me. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm becoming more socially accepted. Like, call me fucked up. I had a check in with my girlfriend. And, you know, I told her, I was like, honestly, what attracted me to you wasn't so much the physical you. It was more the mental you. Like, I'm a sapiosexual, first and foremost. I get turned on by the brain more. And so it was her personality, more so her looks, that turned me on more. And then everything else I began to, like, embrace and love. Like, I love figured women because I feel like there's more of a, I feel like there's a better, a bigger confidence when you have a bigger woman in bed versus my experience with certain thinner women. Which is weird because I start to get a little body conscious when I'm with thinner women because I feel like I'm going to crush them. And they turn around and say, but I like the pressure. Or I like embracing a full-figured woman, too. So don't be afraid to just let your body in my hands and vice versa. I like that. So now it's like my confidence in myself is more exuding now. And now I feel more confident around women who are different body sizes than me. Especially in the bedroom now where I'm like, okay, well, we're both sexy and thick and, and whatnot. And we got some men that fucking love us too. Like grab on our booties, grab on my love handles. For the longest, when I would cuddle with suit and tie, I wouldn't let him touch my stomach. He was not allowed to grab my stomach when we would cuddle. Yeah. Now I'm like, he can rub my belly. I'm sorry, baby. Yeah. Like I wouldn't let anybody touch my rolls per se. And people were like, Saf, I've seen pictures. You don't have rolls. Bitch, I do got rolls. It's called angles. (laughs) Have little, I have a little tummy, which is kind of cute. It's getting slimmer. But I do have a little tum-tum. But I don't mind now when people grab my little tum-tum. Or the side of my love handles. I don't mind it. Well, I like it, it also comes with age, too. It does. We've all had our insecurity moments with our bodies. It just takes time and aging and just mentally being comfortable, you know? Yes. Like, this is me. Yes. You know, you kind of realize this is me. You know what's cute? When you, <laughs> you get... You love it or hate it. That is true. And I love when men also come out and about, about their insecurities, too. Because men do have their body insecurities, and it's funny to hear them. Like, when a man complains about how they look in a suit or when they're dressed up, I'm like, 
Who's the chick? Hold up. Why are you getting insecure? You got a nice body. I'm serious. I always laugh when a man gets insecure. I think it's cute. I'm like, here, come here, baby. Come lay on, come lay on my titties. It's okay. It's okay. We mm -mm. we can embrace. Let's embrace our insecurity <laughs> together. Lay on the titty though, nice and soft. Oh my god. Come lay on my pillows. It's okay. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh man. Uh -huh. See, I like to embrace. I like that. Just come embrace some thickness. But also, okay. Can I just say though? So have you been embracing your? Huh? Oh, wait, what were you going to say? Have I been embracing no, my wife? No, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. My uh, one thing. saying when you embrace the thickness. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean. What shows have you been watching? It, when I'm watching my shows on, on thickness? No, I said when it, your, your thickness is being embraced, what shows are you guys watching? Shoot. Oh, okay. I just finished the show called Miss Fletcher. It's about a lonely housewife who's like rediscovering her sexuality. So that kind of embraced. Um, I would say Orange is the New Black kind of oddly You're helped still me. That? I well, it's done now, but yes, Orange is the New Black kind of helped but me. But you're still watching that? I finished like, it. I saw it to the that. end. I saw it to the end and I cried. I okay. cried. It was very sad. You're too loyal. Just like I stopped watching The Walking Dead. I was just over it. <gasps> See, girl, I keep going back and forth about Walking Dead because I have a love-hate. You know, I love my zombies. You love, I love my horror. It can be really bad horror, but I'll ride I or die. I need a zombie show that's not going to be boring. Well, you know, they're bringing um, a, a new world order, Walking Dead. I don't know For how I feel about station? that. Network. It's going to be on AMC. It's just going to be Britain. It's going to be set in Britain. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's going to be 28 days later. They probably later. don't want to pay them, them, them United States taxes and all that shit. Man, it's probably going to be... They want to pay the actors. They're going to stay home. It's going to be Americanized as shit. We already know. We already know. And while we're on shows, I heard through the grapevine, excuse me, which led me down the rabbit hole... Bad Girls Club is supposedly coming back and it's going to be uh, hosted by uh, uh, VH1. So, girl, I've been going through uh, the Bad Girls Club loop, uh, Dark Hole. Oh, my God. I'm on season six. It was the worst season. I'm I, I so really, you're binging. I'm hella binging. I relived the Natalie Nunn and I still to this day, I'm like, girl, <sighs> if anything, I ran L.A., and I joked with her personally on that, but I ran L.A. because I never saw you at the parties that I was at. And I know people. <laughs> we all know this. I know people. I got tea on people. I'm just not allowed to stay because mm -hmm. I still want to be welcomed. Okay. Yeah, that part. I want to still be, you know, invited That's to the crazy. table. But yes, no. Okay. Natalie was a little too extra for my liking. She, mm, but she was nice in person. She was one of my first like Playboy interviews. It was great. But man, talk about rabbit hole. <laughs> Them bitches is crazy. Damn. If I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh my God. If I was reliving my 20s, I still wouldn't be this crazy. Like I'm crazy, but I'm not. No. 
I, I aspired at one point to be on the real world. No. They wouldn't be able to handle me I on any of those shows. Moment. I wanted to be on real world. Yeah. I still, in a way, want to be on like real world or are you the one, but I don't think anybody would be ready for me to be on reality TV. I'll be a little bit too weird, Ooh. like too real. They'll be like, damn, this bitch yeah. is poly. She's bisexual. She might be a little queer. Oh, no, shit. She a lesbian, but she fucks like three dudes. Oh, Lord. Sapphire, what, what other story? Like, she smokes a lot of weed. She has a lot of sex. She don't give a fuck. We don't know where to put this girl in a box. No. <laughs> I'd probably I'd be a walking lawsuit for TV, to be honest. I really would. Damn it. But I digress. I did see Queen and Slim, but we can't talk about it because Yaz hasn't seen it yet. No, I have not. Girl, I'm going to need you to go I've see it. I've been on it. other shit, you know? You really have, though. You've been doing your thing. thing. She's been doing her thing thing. I've been doing I've a lot been of movie working things. working and... <sighs> yeah, I've been watching a whole bunch of series, to be honest. What's on your series radar right now? Um, I'm finishing up Gotham's the last season. Damn, finally. Uh, well, girl, I'll be in between because sometimes it'll be like, I don't want too much violence, but then I want to watch anime. <laughs> so I'll be on my anime vibe watching Naruto. <laughs> uh, but Mandalorian is my shit right now. Ba- okay, not uh, Baby Disney Yoda. Plus in this dick. I fucking love Disney Plus. Mandalorian goes hard. I want... The not Baby Yoda, because we know it's not Yoda, but we all call it Baby Yoda, because that Baby Yoda is just cute. Yeah. I want the plushie so bad. Just somebody send me the plushie, because it's so cute. And the (laughs) memes, I can't with the memes, with it holding, like, the teacup. Like, people are going ruthless. Yeah, that was some bone broth. What the fuck? (laughs) But baby ought to be shading low he's, low key. He's a little shader. He's so cute. Right. I love how he's like his little hand trying to choke somebody out. Right. And then goes back to sleep. That's what I'm talking about. Release your anger and frustration, <laughs> then go back the fuck to sleep. I love it. Right. I can't. Ugh. Man. Okay. So I'm wondering when they're gonna have another series. I mean another like season. I don't know. It went by too fast for me. It really did. And then there's also coming up, we got, uh, fuck, what's his name? Hawkeye. And the new Captain America, the black eye, Falcon. They're going to have their show. So I'm excited for that. That's Uh going to be the next big Disney Plus coming. And Lizzie McGuire. I don't know how I feel about that, though. I don't know how I feel, though. I mean, I liked Lizzie McGuire, there was but it was another show that they're bringing back. Who was it? Oh, that's right, Doctor Doolittle. I wasn't feeling the fact that they're making him white. Well, I mean, they're going back to the original story. Oh, I didn't know he was white. Oh yeah, there before the Eddie Murphy, there was an, another one from like the sixties. But the books were all based off of a white guy. So now they're going back to the literary, literary tales of Dr. Doolittle. I mean, it's Robert Downey gotcha. Jr., so I'm with it. It's him. I think he can okay. do a good job as him. Well, at least you clarified it. <laughs> I was like, damn, black people can't have nothing. 
okay, look, we can have things. We can have things, but we have to be sensible, okay? Lizzo, we got to be sensible, girl. Don't don't put us out there, you know, and, and give us that representation because that shit can be easily taken down. Motherfuckers really were trying to block, like ban you from the Lake Show, okay? You were about to be banned from Staples Center, but they can't do that because that's being, you know, discriminatory. Discriminate, but all it's very dis- yes, causing to make a dress code now. That too, that too, that they're going to enforce a stricter dress code, and you know, yeah, it's yeah. But we just have to do better in 2020. Just please, just know your surroundings, know where you're going, know your mm-hmm. audience. Or not know your audience, but just know your atmosphere. That's really what it... That's what I'm going to call this atmosphere. Yes. That's what I'm going to call this episode tonight. Know your damn atmosphere. That's what you really need to do. Know the atmosphere where you're going. Christmas is coming around. You're not going to the family gathering with your ass hanging out. Okay? Because nobody's grandma no, is going to settle for that. No, man. No. Mm-hmm. Walking around with her coochie all out and shit. No, grandma don't want to okay. see it. Uncle Lewis don't want to see it. I don't even have an uncle Lewis, so I don't know why that popped in my head. But granny don't want to see you it. You might have that distant uncle that don't even know you, his niece and shit. That looking too. Looking at you all crazy. Uh-huh. Hey, girl, you looking good tonight. Drunk as fuck. Mm, this eggnog, you know, it'd be scrumptious with you on top, girl. No, you don't need that. You don't need it. Is, yeah. Ugh. Come on, sit sit on Uncle Pappy's lap. Come come on, girl. Get, give me some uh, sugar. Uh, Uncle Pappy? Uncle Pappy. Come sit on Uncle, Uncle Pap's lap. Oh, no. So if you don't want that attention, y'all, just know your damn surroundings. Shit. Shit. <sighs> shit, shit. Well, we're going to wrap this thing God, up. Dang it. Damn. We're going to wrap this up. Shameless plug. I got a couple announcements. One, Fuck University. It is my new web series with Mr. Suit and Tie. We are launching it in 2020, but need your help with the funding. You have until the 21st of December to help contribute what you can. I'll put the link in the episode of this. I'll put the link in the episode, or you can just visit fuckuniversity.org and follow us at F dot u dot n i v e r s i t y on instagram we need the likes so like that shit it's sex ed at its finest like that shit like that shit speaking about instagram you can follow me your girl sapphire at ms radio sapphire that's m-s-r-a-d-i-o-s-a-p-p-h-i-r-e yes where can they get you uh, well, I wanted to plug in something too. Plug it. The Unfiltered Podcast. <laughs> the Unfiltered Podcast is hosting a toy drive at Parliament downtown Oakland on December 23rd. That's right before Christmas Eve. It's Ooh. a Monday night. But, you know, come get right. Bring a nice toy that's unwrapped, brand new, not no toy that your little cousin left or your baby don't play with. Okay. We want some unwrapped, brand new gifts for the kids. And it'll be at Parliament. And yeah, and you can find me at Fit and Dirty on Instagram, Twitter. Also, at It's King City is available. 
that's the Yasmin page. Whoop, whoop. And that's it. And that's it. And don't forget, if you still want your offensive crayons, you can get 10% off your order using the code word Sapphire at offensive at offensivecrayons.com. Link also in the bio of my Instagram page. And of course, keep it always sexy because safe sex is the best hot sex. If we do not talk to you before the holidays, happy holidays, happy new year. And we will talk to y'all real soon. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes All.